We saw a major edge rusher go down for the season in Carl Lawson, and we saw a shellacking of one team or another with the Patriots destroying the Eagles in preseason football, along with vaccination news on how policies are working out. And we'll give you a look into the upcoming weekend of preseason football right here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with your boy Q. Let's get it started. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We are holding it down for yet another Friday. Don't forget, if you're a fan of the Locked On Podcast Network, you got to check out the Peacock and Williamson podcast, where NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective on all around the NFL, covering the latest news, insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Q, how you been, my man? Man, it's good. It's, everything's been going really well. You know, it's funny, man. You were pumping up uh, Peacock and Williamson. I actually ran into Matt Williamson when I was in Canton, Ohio. He was there, and we were there in the little um, the little area, the little radio row type section in the little yes. school that they have you in. And I was doing my show, and he was doing another show for the radio stations. And all of a sudden, he said, he looked down and goes, Q? And I was like, Matt, I was like, hey, what's up, man? So as many times that I had talked to him uh, on the podcast and done interviews with him, had never met him in person. So uh, Matt's a really good dude. So I definitely encourage everyone to go and make sure they check out Peacock and Williamson. Both of them do a great job for the network. Yes, they do. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what. Matt's a real one. We we are we are blessed to have him at Steeler Nation Radio, where I do where I do some more. No of my work. such thing. Hey, hey, again, it's an official corporation. I told buddy. him that, too. When I saw him, I actually told him that. I was disrespectful and told everybody from that station that that didn't exist. As well, we were sitting there representing man. Raider Nation, and they man. were sitting there representing yellow and brown, or whatever, yellow and black, sorry. You, you know what it is. You know, know. It's, it's yellow. You just want to mess it. There's I a whole know. song called Black and Yellow that yeah, was like a number that was, one hit. That was disrespectful. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yellow and brown. We're not iotas. Like, come on, man. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> like, that was disrespectful. <laughs> See, you go too far sometimes. Yeah, I do. Go, one of these days. One of these right. days. Right. Um, but, Q, let's get into some of the top news around the NFL. All right. Uh, Carl Carl Lawson, a major edge rusher, went down with an Achilles injury. Yeah. Major loss. Um, when you look at – when you look around and you're like, dang, like, of all the people that – you know, of all the people, when you start thinking, like, who's going to go down, you see the Jets, a team that needs to rebuild and a star that they went out and acquired to see a guy go down like that. It's like, man, it's always tough. But this is, like, the scary part of preseason, right? Yeah. And this is, I think, another reason NFL players – we're so pushy that's like, hey, if you're going to extend the regular season, sh- shorten the preseason because the more preseason games there are, the, the higher chance that we get hurt in it and then we don't get to see the season at all. And then that impacts our ability to get paid and, and make our way into the NFL. It's just one of those really unfortunate things about football. And, you know, we, we've heard about we talked about in this show earlier in the week with Tevin Jenkins and yeah. other major injuries across the NFL. It's uh, just one of the very unfortunate parts of football. Q. It really is, man. That's why the guaranteed money is what counts, right? The guaranteed money counts yeah. because you never know what's going to happen. That's why I never begrudge a player that tries to get as much as they possibly can. Uh, as you 
you mentioned, Carl Lawson signed a free agent deal with the Jets. Robert Sala, the brand new head coach there in New York, thought he had his edge rusher for, you know, the next couple years that could kind of set the tone for that Jets defense and his vision. And now he's out with an Achilles. And of course, it's an Achilles. It's not an ACL. It's not a broken leg. It's an Achilles. And I always hate that. But you're right, man. And it doesn't matter. It could be a preseason game. It could be training camp. It could be, you know, walking to the sideline or running to the side. It just it could happen at any time. It's the harsh reality of football. I hate that. I'm sick for Carl Lawson. I'm sick for Tevin Jenkins. I know we talked about it earlier this week, but I mean, this guy's a rookie. You know, he just was drafted out of Oklahoma State. And the, the thing about him is Matt Nagy said that this is a new back injury. This isn't even the back injury that he had when he was in school. That's scary. Yeah, that's scary. exactly. So that sucks for him as a rookie. Who knows how long or how impactful that'll be on his career. But man, that's the harsh reality of training camp slash preseason is that we always see every single year just insert a new name. It's always a big injury or two that happens. And it sucks, but it is it, it is what it is when it comes to the National Football League. Well, I'll tell you another harsh reality that, that we saw this weekend, and it was, dang, the Eagles got smacked down by the Patriots, <laughs> 35 to nothing. Now, listen, listen, listen. I know it's preseason. It doesn't matter. It, no, no, it does. It does. But well, 35 geez, to nothing Q. can't happen. I don't care if it's preseason. I don't care if it's Pop <laughs> Warner. I don't care if you're playing Madden. 35-0 cannot happen. You're supposed to get off the sticks when it's 21 nothing. in Exactly, Madden. exactly. <laughs> you know the rules. Yes, yes. <laughs> I used to do that to everybody at Madden. Yeah, I buddy. Because I was too good. Um, but uh, but no. But I mean, you look at this game now. Jalen Hurts didn't play. Right. But Joe Flacco, ten of seventeen for eighty-three yards, no touchdowns and an interception. Nick Mullins, five of ten for twenty-seven yards and an interception. I mean, it looked like there was no hope for the Eagles. Meanwhile, for the Patriots, Mac Jones goes thirteen of nineteen for one hundred and forty-six yards. Yep. But Matt, but Cam Newton goes in there, eight of nine, one hundred and three yards and a touchdown. Looked solid, you know, all in all around. The Patriots looked solid, looked like they were doing whatever they want. They had JJ Taylor lead them in rushing for 12 carries for 93 yards and a touchdown. Ramondre Stevenson, 15 carries, 66 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, I know that it's just preseason cue, but the Eagles look in a really bad spot. They still don't know what's going on at quarterback. Jalen Hurts, you know, had an illness, wasn't related to COVID, but man, it's like, it's a good thing he wasn't in there because all it was going to be talked about all today was how bad Jalen Hurts went because I don't care how good he was. He wasn't going to pick that up. No, no, you know, and this is two franchises that are going clearly in, in two different directions. Uh, the Patriots, Bill Belichick and company, they're not going to want to miss the playoffs again like they did in 2020. No. So they loaded. They loaded up, man. They went out and spent a lot of free agency money. Uh, they went and drafted a quarterback in the first round. And I'll tell you what, shout out to Cam Newton. He needed that preseason game that he had Thursday night bad. Yes. Because the, yes. after, after the first game, if you remember, the fans there, they were cheering and gave a standing ovation to Mac Jones. And I thought, whoa, buddy. Yeah. Mac Jones is is getting close. He's he's gonna end up stealing that spot from Cam Newton if he doesn't show up with a good performance. Well, like you mentioned, eight for nine is a good performance. One touchdown, good performance. He had a solid day. Looked like he was pretty sharp on his feet as well. But then as you as you rolled out the numbers for Mac Jones, he had a really good game as well. This dude, yes, I mean, I, I've never been a big believer that Mac Jones was gonna step into the NFL and be that dude, but. I think he might be able to play. I mean, now, it's again, it's a preseason. I don't want to overreact, but it looks like the it's Patriots early. got a good one. Now, if they could bridge the gap and allow Cam to play for a while and don't have to throw Mac Jones out there immediately like what I thought they were going to do after preseason game number one, then they got something. Then they're cooking with grease is what I like to say. But if they have to they throw him out there to the Wolves, <laughs> then it might be a problem. So uh, yeah, I think they got I, a couple good quarterbacks. And on the other hand, the Eagles, I don't know what they got. 
I don't know what I mean. Joe Flacco's in there. I mean, look, Dwayne Haskins went in there and was just driving the ball down the down, down on the Eagles. Uh, even there, yeah. even though it's just the reserves, it was still like, man, like y'all having a hard time stopping the Steelers' third string quarterback. Like right. that's that that that's a tough time. But you know, we will see time. You know, sometimes things flip around. We saw how bad the NFC East was last year. Maybe they get lucky again. I doubt it though. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to be bringing it this yeah. year, but. There's some other major news. We're talking about fans, right, and what the fans want to see. And it's interesting to see fans back in the stadiums. But there's big news, or at least with one franchise, that might have set the tone for how this year might go with the NFL and fans coming back amid the COVID-19 pandemic, which is still raging on with the Delta variant. We'll get into that in just a sec. But first, got to tell you guys about our sponsors, Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. If you want a healthy treat, that, that's all, it also tastes great. Built Bar is the protein bar for you. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salted caramel, cookies and cream, Rocky Road, or my personal favorite, double chocolate, Built Bar has all the flavors you could want to enjoy. And the best part, they're all healthy. They range from 130 to 180 calories. They pack 17 to 18 grams of protein, just 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. That's a tasty and healthy snack that'll save you from eating that snack you'll regret later and stay on task with anyone's diet. Order today and get your favorite flavor delivered right to your door by going to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED. 15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, all capital letters, no spaces, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Keeping things rolling here on the Friday edition of the Locked on NFL podcast. Again, I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. Now, Q, you do Locked on Raiders. Yes, sir. And... That was that was, it was there is a major story from you you all where Mark Davis and the Raiders announced that all fans if they wish to attend the Raiders games they must provide proof of vaccination not say you're vaccinated because that's what a lot of a lot of ballparks are doing out there right. in baseball season right now but show proof to get into the stadium and if you don't got one they will provide shots at the at, at the at the front of the stadium um q i've i've seen some organizations you know try to offer help and 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 say, and say but and I've, this is the first definitive like boom put the put the hammer down that i've seen in in in, in major football uh because the steelers like they're doing a clinic like right. you know if you if you like for the, the lions preseason game that's coming up there's a clinic the day before the game where you can come and get your and get vaccinated if you're not vaccinated already something to encourage that but there's no determination that says that you have to provide proof of your vaccination to get in the field into heinz field now they are requiring masks that that is there but i wanted to give you a chance what is the kind of reaction that you've heard from Raider region about this. <laughs> no situation. such thing. It's Raider Nation. There we go. I'm never gonna fall for a banana in the tailpipe. But <laughs> serious question. Serious question. And I was at the preseason game number one versus Seahawks at Allegiant Stadium, and the mask mandate was in in place. And I know it's a very touchy subject for some people. Um, the is. mask mandate was in in place, and the problem is, Chris, is that they had guys and they had security and they had ushers walking around the stadium trying to enforce the mask mandate, trying to tell people, put your mask up, put your mask up, put your mask up. That's impossible. You can't police. Yeah, yeah, you can't police 65,000. There was 50,000 people at a preseason game. You can't police that. I I did it myself. I forgot I was in the press box, and I Mm -hmm. had my mask down for a quick second, and the guy came by, hey, Q, you got to put your mask up. My fault. I felt bad because I even put him in that position. 
Well, these fans don't care. They don't care if they put them in that right. position. They're, they're drinking. Yes. They're having a good time. They're watching football. And they're back in an arena. They're like, listen, I want to feel the olden yes. days of when we just walked around. And and listen, I get that sensation. I get right. that feel. I, I, you know, I've been I, I miss the days when I didn't have to think about wearing a mask. But you know what? We still aren't out of the clear yet. If we want to make sure we we have a complete football season with fans in the stands, there's going to be have to have to be some things that we sacrifice or just not even sacrifice. Just do these things. Just, hey, get vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Q, you're vaccinated. Yep. We're out. We're out here taking making sure because we got to do this for our jobs. It is it is not it has not killed us. It has not hurt us. It has, in fact, helped us. I, I have friends who cover uh, who cover the Steelers who have gotten coronavirus. And because they had the vaccine, they were able to get over it much quicker right. than many of people i know people who have died from covid-19 and, and and you know people that were marines and like in really good health right. who, who they and this was before they could get vaccinated this thing is real there i i you know for people that are complaining about this i'm like look it's different if you have a medical condition that you know and th- those situations are very rare but the majority of people you, you, we we need to make sure that more people are vaccinated in this country and also i think Beyond that, the I think that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. The Raiders' message is: we're not letting you mess up our stadium. We want this. We we didn't get to show off our stadium last year because it, it was empty. We're not having this anymore. We're not risking it. Come be vaccinated or go get vaccinated. Right, exactly. And they gave them a lot of options. That was the thing about it. it wasn't like just get vaccinated or bounce. It was hey, you can get a shot here at the stadium, and then you could just wear a mask during the game. You know, you could be good, just wear a, a mask. But the thing about it is if you go and you show proof, and they're showing it through a clear app, so you can't really go with a forged or a fake uh, vaccination no. card, which would be silly, but they got the clear app that they're using. Uh, you know, and, and that's I think that's a good, good option. Hey, if you're not vaccinated and you want to get vaccinated, we can make that happen for you. Also, they're not, they're not holding anybody hostage. That's the thing about it. A lot of Raider Nation right. got upset about it. A lot of fans Very across old. the NFL got upset. They're not holding anybody op- option. I'm going to leave you alone on that only because I'm, I'm being serious right now. It's a serious <laughs> so cue. I, I, had, I had to jump in real quick. I know we're being serious, but I had to throw my joke in. I understand. Sorry. I understand where you're coming from, I, I, and I respect that. I respect it. Take a shot. You're guaranteed to miss a shot you don't take. But – Mark Davis said, hey, if you don't want to do this and you feel like this is unreasonable and you bought season tickets, you can roll your money over to next year and you can come back next year and you can come to the stadium when we're hopefully out of the woods and it's a better situation. So your your tickets are already paid for. You're good to go. Or you could ask for a, a refund and they'll give you a full refund and, and decide that, hey, you're still in a good position, a good place. So if you want to pick up and buy your tickets next year, you can, but they'll give you a full refund this year. I mean, they, they've given so many different options that right. you, you, it's not like, oh, well, I bought my tickets. I'm stuck. You're really not. There's so many things you can do. So, um, you know, this is a reaction. Also, this is another layer to it. The governor of Nevada Governor Sisolak came out with the, the ruling as well about being indoors with, with more than 4,000 people in it, that this is what you had to do. So, obviously, Allegiant Stadium's got 65,000 capacity. That's more than 4,000. Just a little higher. Yeah, a little higher. Just a little bit more than 4,000. <laughs> so, for all those that are kind of poo-pooing on Mark Davis, he kind of went with what they're doing in the state. I mean, and you, you kind of got to do that at times. So, uh, you know, it's not one of those moments where you say, hey, I'm going to go against what the governor says. You can't really do that. So as much as a touchy subject is it, for, it is for a lot of fans, and I, I know fans that said, I'm done, I'm out, screw the Raiders, and then all of a sudden, two days later, three days later, they're like, all right, I'm back, it's cool. I just had to calm down. It's just, it, it, it's touchy. It's the, same, it's the same thing we've seen. There's people, oh, I'm protesting the NFL. Right. I refuse to watch it. Right. Yet there's still like 70 million people that watch, right. that watch a game. Like, exactly. Like it's. 
it, it's just it's just it's people are going to watch it. it's too good of a product everyone wants to see their favorite team or their least favorite other team they hate the most win or lose whatever it is the people are invested in the product the nfl has which is why i think the nfl could take could take a serious step forward in how COVID is dealt with in professional sports um, and, and the Raiders taking a big first step in that direction. And maybe, like you said, maybe it's because of the, of the Nevada governor and right. the policies of that state legislature, but either way, a major step forward in how COVID is being handled. We will see. They won't be last. I'll say they, that. Right. That's the thing. I want to see who's next. Yeah. They is, won't is the be last. Someone I, else I, is doing this. I know they're the, the hot topic right now, but they won't be the last one. There's 32 teams in a league. And I, and I promise you 31 teams aren't going to say, no, it's cool. It's cool. Just come in. No, Somebody else is going to step up and do the same thing. You watch. It'll be very interesting to see who's next. But let's get back to some actual football talk in this last segment here. But first, I want to tell you guys about our sponsors at betonline.ag. It's that time of the year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open right now at BetOnline. Head to the website to, or, or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. That's make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here, wrapping things up on the Locked On NFL podcast, the Friday edition with Chris Carter and your boy Q. We are talking about now, Q, we've already seen a couple preseason games, or at least one preseason game. I want to set the slate for we're going to each give you two games. Okay. That the that, that you the fans should tune into this weekend just to see what the hubbub's about. We're gonna double fist it. Game. We're gonna double, double fist, fist it. it. Listen, listen, listen. After this show's over, I'm going to be double fisting drinks. Like, 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 like haha. We, like, I, you know, you know, I, I go down. I go, I throw down when it comes to the drink <laughs> you. Uh, but <laughs> of course, the Steeler guy would say something silly like that. All right. What? What do you mean? Hey, 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 you know, Iron City beer. Let's go. Uh, um, but uh, anyways. I got I to gotta ask you, Q, what's your top game that you're looking forward to this weekend when it comes to NFL preseason games? Well, you know, like you said, we're double-fisting this, so I got two games, but I don't want to necessarily say my top game, but I have a game that's on Saturday that I'm looking forward to, and then I have a game on okay. Sunday. So okay. what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll. I'm going to give you my Saturday game because it makes sense. It comes All first. Right. <laughs> So that makes sense. Yeah, I mean it does. Every once in a while, I come up with something that makes some kind of sense, you know. Outside of outside when I'm schooling you, but that's another conversation. Oh, please, please. You never do that. I man. always school you, man. I'm the school bus Give driver. Give me your game. Give me your game. You're wasting time. All right, my bad. My bad. Saturday, I'm excited about this game. 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Ravens are in Carolina taking on the Panthers. That's a good one. 
I like this game. I like this game for multiple reasons. Uh, one, I'm a Matt Rule guy. Matt Rule, second year with the Carolina Panthers. I think he's going to get that team turned around by year three. That's kind of Matt Rule's uh, – that's his, that's his thing. That's what he does uh, throughout the course of his career. By year three, he's got every team he's been a coach of right where they need to be. This is year two, so I want to see the Panthers take that next step. You know, they got a lot of really good draft picks the last two years, and I think that they're able to start putting it together, starting to put the pieces together, and I'm intrigued by – what Sam Darnold could do in a new location. Uh, apparently, he's going to play a little bit on Saturday. And then the Ravens, they have talent regardless. I don't think Lamar Jackson plays. If he does, it'll only be for a second. But they got talent, as you very well yeah. know, in that division. Yes. The, the Ravens have a lot of talent. They like to run the rock. Kind of both these teams, they want to do the same thing. They want to run the rock, and they want to have a strong defense. So this is a good Saturday game that I'm very intrigued by. I mean, we got you got talented running backs, obviously, with the Panthers, but J.K. Dobbins yes. was coming on strong last year. So I agree with you there. I'm really interested to see how that goes. I'll tell you my Saturday game I'm tuning into. It's the Titans at the Buccaneers. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't t- turn that away. I mean, all the talent that's on it. Also, Knock I mean, if did you just see Knock if you punch? Buck. <laughs> if you buck. I mean, it was straight crime mob out there. Q. Yeah. Because, man, I- I heard. I saw the tweet when it said, uh, "So Antonio Brown punched uh, Chris Jackson in the face. He has been ejected from the practice." And I'm like, "Okay, AB probably like just swung on him, and it was like, okay, right, man." I saw the picture. I mean, he said, "Oh, like it was just like straight up knock you out." Like, yes. I was like, oh snap! That was like Rook Negro door taking on Jose Batista at second nice. base. Like that was that was how good of a punch this was. Go you go look at this. I'm not encouraging violence. I hate violence, but but man, I was just like, Ugh. and that but that tells me this game. These teams didn't forget that. And I know AB maybe you know is a wild card. I, I covered him for, when I was in Pittsburgh for many years. We saw all the things that AB was, and he he was quickly with the Raiders for a little bit of training camp before before he dipped. He has he has had plenty of his of his hothead days. Yeah, but rest assured, still. There might be some things, uh, you know, leaning over from that. I know, uh, I know that there's there, there's going to be some talk about that, but also there's going to be several lots of talent on the field. The Titans yeah. have a lot of offensive weapons, as do the Buccaneers. Both teams have interesting defenses. The Buccaneers' defense, of course, was the tool that helped them win the Super Bowl. That has to be my Saturday game. I like it. I, I do. And, yeah, I mean, when you look at, at at Tampa Bay and you know all the talent that they got coming back and uh, they have talent all up and down their roster, similar to what I was saying about the Baltimore Ravens, uh, regardless of who doesn't play, they still got some talented dudes out there. And, of course, with that little bit of edge that they that they uh, created in the joint practices, I think that that will be a really good one as well. That's a good first one uh, for you. Now let me go ahead and kick over to Sunday, close out the weekend, my game that I'm yep. looking forward to, number two. How about this one? The 49ers at the Chargers Sunday, 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. And you know, if I say 49ers, you know what it's all about. It's all about Trey Lance. It really Lance. is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it just, it's real simple, man. Trey Lance. Let's, let's stop pretending like he's not the guy that they're waiting, that they're going to, yeah. Right, like, he, exactly. He's the right now. Exactly. Like, a, a lot of people, and the great John McClain from the Houston Chronicle told me, hey, when you start a rookie quarterback, uh, a lot of times, nine times out of ten, you're giving up on the season. I'm not saying the 49ers are going to start Trey Lance, but just from what I've been hearing and what I've been seeing in, in just small little spurts, I think Trey Lance is going to be the dude. I think he looks really good so far. I'm interested and intrigued to see him. Uh, Jimmy G, we know who he is, right? Right? We know who he is. We know exactly who he is. So, yeah. and this, again, that, that Niners team is built around not needing a quarterback to run it. Right. So, 
why not? If like you know, unless Trey Lance is just so disastrous, that right. he's throwing four interceptions a game, he's looking like Nathan Peterman out there. <laughs> and and listen, Nathan Peterman's my guy. He's a he's a pit dude. So I'm I'm sorry to him to catch a stray in this conversation. But in all seriousness, if Trey Lance plays like that, then you got to pull him and say, look, right. Jimmy G, just don't lose the game for us. But for Trey Lance, it's like, hey, you're probably going to be asked to make four or five plays this game, and then just the rest of it, don't lose the game. Right. And then that's a way to ease him into the NFL. I think it's a, that's a great pick by you. Because also, we're excited to see the Chargers. There are a lot of people's dark horse to make the AFC playoffs and do some damage with Justin Herbert, Derwin James coming back, hopefully healthy this year, and all the other weapons that they got. Yeah, and I'm just I'm intrigued by the Chargers, not just because they're in the AFC West, and obviously the Raiders have to play on twice a year, but uh, they got a, they, you know, they got a new head coach there. You know, what are they going to do with their new head coach? Can their new head coach take Justin Herbert and take him where he was his rookie year and take him to the next level? That's something that I'm intrigued by and interested by because now the Chargers, their head coach is a defensive-minded guy. So is his offensive coordinator going to be strong enough to carry the, the the new quarterback or the young quarterback and take him to the next level? Will, you know, Keenan Allen, will he stay healthy? The Chargers, what are their biggest Achilles heel always is? Their health. They always get an injury. Some kind of major injury happens or multiple major in- injuries happen. Every time we always say, look out for this team, here they come, and then something happens. And I don't wish injuries at all on anybody, but it just seems like that team is always snake bitten. So just kind of want to see how their new head coach navigates through the waters of a game and want to see Justin Herbert as well because, well, he's still Justin Herbert. Exactly. That's, that's going to be excitement. Q. My second game I want I want to look at this weekend, and I'm cheating. I'm not using a second I mean, pick, game. A, pick, using, a, pick it wisely, man. Pick a good one. <laughs> I'm picking a good one. I'm picking Monday Night Football. Okay. I'm, I'm picking Saints, Jaguars, throwing it down, Monday Night Football. We're going to get to hear the, the theme come out. But the reason that this game sticks out to me, you still get to see Trevor Lawrence. Travis ATN. Yeah. You're going to see the Jaguars building back. But, man, I talked to our boy Ross Jackson with the Saints, and – it is just the, the rage right now to say, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston. Yeah. And, and that conversation will not stop until week one when there's someone starting there. And even then, it'll be like if, if that person has one bad game, whether it's whether it's Winston or Hill, that the, the, the crowd's going to be, oh, it's got to go to the other guy. I want to see that drama. You got a you got a young team trying to rebuild itself around a first overall pick guy in Trevor Lawrence, who's a tremendous talent. Then you got another team that has the remnants of what was supposed to be a great team, but never could get over the hump. Now working with two quarterbacks that you're uh, not so sure about. There could be some interesting fireworks in this game, not in just big plays and, and stats or anything like that, but just in developing storylines that come out of this, like who's making the most progress, who's closing in on what jobs. Can the Jaguars you know, make a couple steps earlier than everyone expected this season? Those are the things that I'm looking for in this game, and I just think – that's gonna that that'll pique my interest. Whether because it, if it's bad, it's still something fun to watch. Because it's like, man, that's crazy. But if it's good, then you're like, oh snap, this guy's more ready than I thought he was. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. I don't believe in the Jaguars as a team that's really gonna be competitive this year. I, I think agree. they got too much unknown, unknown head coach, unknown quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of it's unknown, unknown, unknown. Right, exactly. So that'll be yeah. There you go. It'll be interesting to watch that them play this year. You know, what I mean, just to see how they develop. And then you flip it over and you talk about New Orleans and, and Ross. I got to get got to get in Ross's ear to ask him about this. But I do locked on bets. I talk about it sometimes here on the show. And right now, do you know that there is more money being placed on Jameis Winston to not only be the starting quarterback in New Orleans, but to end up being the league MVP? 
Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Exactly. There's more money being placed on Jameis Winston to be the league MVP. Patrick Mahomes is number two. And I don't That's think. No, you're, 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 you're pulling my leg. I, no, I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. That's just disrespectful. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, you're, you're kidding me. You're, you're just setting me up here. Like, like I wish I was. There's another camera in my house watching me that Q is controlling me just to get my reaction. When I, I heard that, I couldn't believe it. I had the same I reaction know. you did. Can't believe it. In what world is are there more is there more money being placed on Jameis Winston than Patrick Mahomes to be the league MVP? I mean, we're in the what if universe. If you're if you're watching the MCU show on Disney Plus right now, it's just like what 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 is that? Who does that now? Maybe okay, maybe it's that it's like ridiculous odds. And people are like, hey, I could place a couple bucks here, and if it happens, I'm I'm a millionaire. Maybe that's well, you could put a couple bucks on me. <laughs> exactly. Or it's you. the same result. Right. Because Winston ain't getting MVP this year. Exactly. I don't care what nobody does. Oh, man. I, like, he would. Come on, Pete. I got that, the that, same that chance so to be the MVP as Jameis Winston does. And you got the same chance. So if they're going to waste money, they might as well just throw it on us instead of throw it on him. He already got money. Hit us up. I'll give you my guys my cash app later. Exactly. Like, do that. Uh, but uh, but no. But th- again, that's why I'm interested in this game because yeah. Davis Winston is still a storyline. You know, he's a guy who was supposed to be the promised savior of the of the Buccaneers, and uh, that didn't work out. And now he gets this chance to kind of show has he grown from his past mistakes with the Saints, who have a, a loaded roster in a lot of different spots. I'm interested to see what happens there. And, of course, the Jaguars, what's Trevor Lawrence looking like with Travis Etienne and all the weapons they got there. Q, either way, it's going to be an exciting weekend of preseason football. We're getting closer, man, to actually talking about regular season football. I cannot wait for that. Um, so I know we both, uh, you're, you're headed to LA to see, uh, Raiders versus Rams, yep. um, or Raiders versus Chargers, excuse me. Wait, no, Raiders, Raiders Rams. You're right. You're right. Raiders Rams. Yep. I, was, I, was, I, was, I always mix up the LA with the swoosh now. Cause it's like, the, that could be the lightning bolt or the Rams. Right. Horn. For it's sure. Weird. Uh, but I get to stay, I'm, I'm seeing my first, uh, Heinz field game with fans, uh, in nice. two years nice. uh, with that, with, with them taking on the lions this Saturday. So it's going to be an exciting weekend stay tuned with the locked on NFL podcast and all the podcasts in our network. We told you, we told you about Peacock and Williamson, but if you have a favorite team out there, we have a show that covers that favorite team. Go to locked on Raiders for, for Q locked on Steelers. For me, we have every to show so every team covered here in the locked on NFL podcast network. We also have NBA MLB, NHL, college sports, you name it, we're covering it. We're doing great things here at the Locked On uh, Podcast Network. Q, as always, it's great to do these Friday shows with you, man. Let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Well, everything is on Twitter, man. I like to ride with Twitter. I like to ride with the bird on Twitter. At your boy Q254 is where you can check check me out. I always put out a link to every show that I do. And then uh, also, of course, you can find the podcast, Locked On Bets or Locked On Raiders, on any kind of pa- pl- pod- pod- podcast platform that they have out there. Um, I was after making a remix right there. But, yeah, all the podcast pod- platforms. Pod- yeah. Podcast. Hey, that's how you do it, man. That's how you play it off. When you mess it up, you just kind of – just remix it remix it up baby (laughs) it's all good it's all good q that's awesome you guys can follow me chris carter on twitter and instagram at carter critiques as you see below you can also follow the locked on steelers podcast just like you follow this podcast we're on apple spotify google Podcasts, odyssey also youtube if you're watching us here we also have the locked on steelers youtube channel five five days a week monday through friday covering your your Pittsburgh Steelers or covering the whole NFL right here on the show. Thanks again, Q, for another great show on Friday. We'll be back in your ears on Monday with more on the Locked On NFL Podcast.